lot of things happen in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, and Here in Hoptown captures it all. Tune in for an eclectic collection of stories and discussions about the people, places, and things that make up this city we call home. Well, this is Alyssa Keller here with Hoptown Remembers. I am sitting with um, our favorite city-county historian, William Turner, and today... I wanted to ask him some questions about a, a landmark in our community that was recently lost to history. Um, and um, we want to kind of show it some love and talk a little bit about uh, old Tiger football stadium on Walnut Street. So, William, I know you remember Tiger Stadium. I, know I you, surely do. I actually went to football games there, too. Did you? I did. Right, It's very last year. But, William, tell us a little bit, before we get to Tiger Stadium, tell us a little bit about Hopkinsville High School and um, the structure that stood on um, Walnut Street. Well, that was the second high school. The second high school. Our first high school was on Clay Street and bore that name uh, from 1881 to 1912. Clay Street School? Clay Street School. Then the High School was built on Walnut Street, uh, completed in 1912, and was the high school until 1963 when it became a junior high school. The building was torn down in 1976, but the stadium remained. The football stadium, uh, really on Central Avenue, mm-hmm. dates back to about 1917 when they opened, uh, called it a football field. There were no bleachers. The crowd gathered on the sidelines and ran up and down the field as the team played. And it was not unusual at all for some members of the crowd to get knocked over plastered <laughs> by a football player who runs through the sideline. Okay, so um, so did you say 1917? Um, at that point, the the high school stood there on Walnut Street. Yes. And like you said, it's the corner of Walnut and Central Avenue. And was Central Avenue um, a residential by then? Yes, it was. But that field remained? Yes. Okay. Okay, so that was an undeveloped <clears throat> spot across from those houses on Central and right behind. That's right. Hopkinsville High School. Okay. And so the uh, football team started playing on that field in 1926, uh, as I mentioned, with the crowd running up and down the sideline. In uh, the early 30s, some bleachers were built Oh. And to accommodate the crowd, and a wooden plank fence was built all the way around the perimeter of that field to keep the public from being able to watch a game without paying admission. Do you have any idea what admission was? A dime. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Got to get your dime. Got it. Yes, you do. <laughs> and so then in 1936, uh, the announcement was made that the WPA, one of the New Deal agencies, the Works Progress Administration, was going to build a new stadium to cost $35,000. And that was a pile of money Wow. in 1936. And so construction was started. On the 12th of October that fall, in 36, the building was completed and dedicated on November 13th, 1937, in a game against Paducah. And by the way, we lost that game 32-6. to uh, In those days, the football games were played during the day. Oh. There, there were no lights. And so Makes the sense. idea of a lighted uh, game was real novelty in the late 30s when it soon came after the stadium was opened in 37. Um, I'm going to take you back for just a second. When, what year did Hoptown have a football team, very first, the first football team in Hopkinsville High School? In 1905. 
Okay. So where did they play before? They played in a field behind what is now Old Belmont School. Oh, okay. So up uh, on the hill. And because the college there, South Kentucky College, had a football team. And so when the Hoptown team was formed, that was a logical place to have it. And in those beginning days of football, the uh, game consisted of three innings. Three innings? The first two were 15 minutes, and the third one was 20 minutes. And oftentimes they had to call the game because dark was coming on, and they could not see. Oh, my. And so the idea of lighted field in the late 30s was a real innovation. I would imagine. Now, so they, so the WPA, did, w, did the WPA build anything else in Hopkinsville? Oh, many other things, okay. yes. Yes, they built school auditoriums, cafeterias. Uh, I'd have to stop and think for a few minutes, okay. but there were a number of different projects WPA built. Okay. All right, so 1936, or 37, they dedicate and play their first game against Paducah. Um, and then football, was football the main sport that Hoptown was known for at that oh, point? Oh, yes, without okay. a doubt, it was football. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, basketball was coming on. The gym on uh, Central Avenue was built in 1930. And even before then, we had a uh, very active interest in basketball. But football really came on big in the 30s. Okay. And um, the whole town turned out. Um, ooh, the whole town. So do you know how many people could fit in Tiger Stadium? No, I don't. I remember being in it, and I remember thinking, I hope nobody else stands on these bleachers because they might. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be holding capacity. Well, considering, <laughs> unless considering the amount of rebar in the concrete. Okay. I believe that it would withstood any crowd that could have been put in it, but I'm sure it would hold upwards of a thousand or more. Oh my goodness! Okay, now when they constructed it in the 30s, it had did they have? Um, I don't remember this. Um, bleachers on both sides, like home and away. Yes. Guess? Okay. The uh, away bleacher were wood. Oh, okay. In my memory, they always were wood, but the uh, west side bleachers were country. And what about the rest of the structure? Was there a locker room, blockhouse yes. type structure? There was a locker room, a blockhouse underneath the stadium. Okay. Always. It Always. Was built in it. Okay, so um, so starting in 1937, Tiger Stadium would have been the site of Hoptown High's football games, um, I think in, through into the ni- late 1980s. Yes. Um, were there any teams in particular in those early days or oh, players yes. that— The team of 1940. Ooh was a big one. It was the first year that the team won all 11 games. Undefeated. Undefeated in 1940. And there were big names. Oh, I'd have to stop and think for a minute. Um, uh, Tommy Gray was okay. a big one. Um, Rudy Farmer was another one. Oh, there were many big name base, uh, football players. Uh, Jerry Claiborne. Oh, yes. Was a big player from about 42 to 45. And so uh, we had a a string of real well-remembered football players. All that is portrayed in the football history that Roy Keller and I put together, your daddy and I I put together uh, several years ago when football was the big subject of uh, history. 
it was a hundred years of Hoptown football. Yes, yes. Um, now you mentioned Jerry Claiborne. He uh, he would obviously play at Hoptown High, but then he would go on to play at the University of Kentucky and then become a football coach um, at a number of places. He would end up back at UK um, and um, become a distinguished alumni from there. I remember so well, Alyssa, when Jerry brought some items of his football career to the museum that oh, we yes. have. We do. A great event. Um, so in that time period, too, now I know you were little. We always pick on William is that he remembers everything, even far back into the 1700s. Um, but you were little, but you grew up on Central Avenue. So I what did. was it like being having I, literally a front row seat? I was born on Central Avenue, and from my earliest memory, even as a little tot, uh, I was taking football games. And that stadium was the biggest place, Alyssa, I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> And just recently, I looked at it before they tore it down. It seemed so small. It did seem so small. I, mm -hmm. Yeah, comparatively, it did seem so, so small. Yes. Okay, so we have this football team really kind of bringing the community together, it sounds like. it. This wasn't a, if you have a, a, a friend or a son or a, a nephew playing, you win. Everybody went to everybody, the game. Everybody, it was all inclusive. The whole town turned out. At the time, um, so Hopkinsville High School was the city high school, and there were county high schools as well, five of those, who, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, were more well-known for, they didn't have football teams, no. and they were very well-known for basketball. Um, so Hoptown was the only football team. Um, Addicts High School, the African-American high school in town as well, they would, I don't remember when they did, but they added a football team eventually. So that field would have been Hoptown through and through until... Christian County High School was formed um, in 59. Formed in 59, but they didn't have a football team initially. No, no. So Christian County High School adds a football team in the six, early 60s. About 61 or 2. Okay. And so then they would, would they use that field as well? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, county used that uh, field for their football games. So just like the Stadium of Champions was for, yes. is for both of our high schools. Yes. Um, today, that would have been used as well. All right, now I've heard these stories before, but tell me about the first matchup between the Hopkinsville High School Tigers and the Christian County Colonels oh, on that field. Oh, my. I never <laughs> will forget it. Okay, first of all, were you there? I was there. You were there. <laughs> I surely was. <laughs> what an event it was for the football teams of Hoptown High and County to meet on the new field out on Lafayette Road. And what an event. I remember... The Gore Farmer across the road was opened up for people to park in. And that fun field of the Gore Farm was filled with cars. Oh, you're talking, okay, this is the first time they met at Tiger State. Yes, I've been at, at Tiger State. At the Stadium of Champions yes. out on, on Lafayette and yes. the bypass today. And that was in the early 90s. Yes. Tell me about when they first met in the 1960s. Oh, my, that was a big event, too. It filled the, the stadium without a doubt. There was such keen competition as there still is between those two teams. And I remember the enthusiasm of the crowd, uh, a loud roar when the two teams came out on the field. What an event it was to watch. Oh, my goodness. Um, so over time, the um, the stadium continues. So the hold on. Hopkinsville High School opens its new school on um, Kaufman Drive, what we consider Hoptown High today, in 1963. But they're going to still use this stadium um, for another 20-plus years, correct? Least, yes, um, and then And then the school gets torn down on Walnut Street. The stadium, what kind of happens to it in, in that 
um, changeover. It falls into decline. It just sits there. As I remember there wasn't anything special used for the stadium nor the football field. Uh, I do know that on two occasions, the remains, the ashes of two football players were scattered on the field. Now, the stadium on um, Old Tiger Stadium on Walnut Street, I know that in the in the 80s and 90s at least, and probably on into the early 2000s, the Youth Football League would use it. The Bud Hudson Football League would use it for some games. They did. Um, but I believe that the new stadium, the Stadium of Champions on the bypass, was built due to the um, disrepair of yes. the, the decline of Tiger Stadium. And, and its, its size, too. And its size, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, football's big business here. I want to take you back to the 60s just for a second, too. Um as far as Tiger Stadium is concerned, I know it's at least been the home of uh, the of well two state championship teams from Hopkinsville High School, the sixty five and the sixty nineteen sixty five and sixty six Tigers, um, led by Coach Fleming Thornton. Um, my dad is going to be real proud of me for these right here. Um, <laughs> so those two teams, um, do you remember anything about the hype around them? Any of the um, excitement because of how just e- exemplary the teams were? I just remember the enthusiasm, the great community spirit that surrounded those two teams, how proud we were, and how that was expressed by our presence. Now, did these football players, um, you know, these teenage football players, did they kind of become like local celebrities? Oh, yes, they did. They surely did. Now, in the in the... Did Christian County High School continue to use Tiger Stadium until it's um, until the Stadium of Champions was built, or did they have another home? No, I believe they continued to use it until the new stadium on the Lafayette Road was built. Okay, so if that's the case, then there was a, at least one Christian County High School um, state championship team in the yes. 80s that was that yes. would have been that would have been the home for them as well. Mm-hmm. Don't want to leave them out. No, <laughs> it became the the stadium of the community. The stadium of the community, um, and it will be missed for sure. I really hope that it can be, that space can be utilized by the Boys and Girls Club and by the community in a new way to still foster that yes. same sense of um, enthusiasm and bringing the community together. It will be an opportunity for us to reflect upon what was there and what took place there, uh, that today's youth may build on the shoulders of those come before mighty shoulders and shoulder pads yes yes (laughs) for that matter um well what a what a spectacular history what a a beautiful structure even though now gone um i will say that the museum was um, lucky enough to get a couple of pieces from it um as it was being um raised in the in the past few weeks so we do have a keystone with a big h on it and i believe we have the stone hhs as well so we can have those in our collection and keep them forever yes and one other thing i'll mention in the days before football was thought of on that field. That was the uh, circus parade ground for Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. And in 1900, I believe it was, that the Buffalo Bill and his Wild West show came to Hopkinsville with Annie Oakley, and they performed in what is now the old football field. And there came a terrific rain, 
and the circus got stuck in the mud, and they were several days getting out of there. Oh, my goodness. So um, what was that field called before it was um, part of the high school complex? Sharps Field. Sharps Field. Because Colonel Fidella Sharp, who was a lawyer here before the Civil War, owned that farm, Okay. that whole area. There's a Sharp Street. Yes, right. named for him. Okay. All right. So Sharps Field was the home to um, circus performances. How did the circuses come here, William? <laughs> They came by railroad. <laughs> <laughs> they came on the train. Um, uh, I guess some of those football teams probably went in and out on the train, yes, too. Yes, oh, they did. Uh, well through the 1920s, when we played out-of-town teams, we went uh, by train. Oh, my goodness. And um, so Sharps Field would have been home to many a performance in yes. different kinds of uh, ways. Performance and uh, feats of strength at mm-hmm. the circus and on the football field over time. And, again, we um, – Look forward to seeing the the new life that is breathed into into that site in Hopkinsville. Absolutely. Well, thank y'all um, for remembering with us as we um, remember some of um, Hoptown this afternoon. And let's do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs>